Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. popping in here like you know that I do right before an episode to give you some updates of everything that's happened in the past week. First of all, I want to say thank you. We have 4,000 downloads already. It's incredible. Um, you guys are never ceasing to amaze me. It's it's really fantastic. So thank you again for your support, for telling your friends, for sharing it in the anti-MLM groups, for uh, recommending it to people that are looking for podcasts that are anti-MLM or or talk about these sort of cult tactics and things like that. So I absolutely 100% appreciate your guys' support. Another thing I've been working on, um, more bonus content. I love telling survivor stories and I will continue to tell those for as long as they are there to tell. But I want to also create an educational resource. So I'm working on a lot of bonus content, breaking down myths and uh, preconceived notions about what multi-level marketing is, what business is, what capitalism is, talking about cults, talking to more experts. Um, I've been really busy the past couple of weeks, just really talking to as many people as possible and meeting as many people as possible and connecting with as many people as possible. So again, if, if you're one of those people, thank you so much for talking to me um, and for listening right now. You are incredible as well. Um, I'm also going to start, now that I have more content behind me, I'm going to start releasing these multi-part episodes a lot quicker and a lot uh, faster. So most likely it's going to be like a Sunday, Monday sort of thing. Uh, That's the plan right now, but we'll see how it goes. Um, The other thing is... A lot of you have been asking me how to support me additionally. I've had a couple of people ask me about a Patreon. Um, and while a Patreon is a really good idea, at this point in my podcast, I really want all of the educational stuff to be free. And I want all of the educational stuff to be available to anybody that needs to hear it and not just the super fans. So right now, I'm not sure about Patreon, but... I did hear about an incredible website called Buy Me a Coffee, and it's sort of like Patreon, except they're one-time donations. So if any of you are listening to this and want to buy me a coffee or a taco, I like those too, I'll put the link in the show the show notes uh, in the description so that you can pop over there and support me in that way. Um, again, this has been such an amazing uh journey so far. So I really do appreciate all of your support and I have yammered on long enough. So let's get to the show. 
It is. It took me, it, it took me a long time to learn that, but I, I learned that recently and I was like, oh my gosh, how empowering. Hey, can you do that? No. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and then if they ask for an explanation, you either say, I don't have the bandwidth for this or I am at capacity. I have heard you. I acknowledge you. I will I wish add I could to help. do list. If I can in the future, I will let you know. But as of right now, the answer is no. no. Right. So like I said, so let yourself stew in it for a little Forgive bit yourself. if you need to. But come somehow come to the realization that yeah. it was not your fault. Right. I mean, you failed in an industry designed for you to fail. It's definitely not your fault. You're just another cog in the machine, like we say. Like right. you succeeded in a backward way. <clears throat> yep, exactly. So then the next thing I would say is to do a deep analysis of your numbers. Where do you stand? Are you like me where you are not in the hole, but you definitely did lose a lot? Okay. So let's just figure out a way to make it back. Rebuilding savings. Who, yep. Rebuild your savings as fast as you can. And the way that I would recommend doing that is to put it all in a high yield savings account. I am not affiliated with them, but I have one through Capital One. Uh, you can sign up for one in less than five minutes. All you got to do is just put in a little bit of demographic information and you can start with as little as $25. And the beauty of compound interest, uh, especially if you're having an API or an APY of more than 1%, which I know that with COVID, a lot of banks were dropping their APY. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely are. I, I've been looking recently. I think I found uh, as high as maybe 1.5. Mm -hmm. right I think now, Ally if, has if that you look around, yeah, you can find it. Just do some research. Uh, you know, don't, don't take my word as, you know, religious, you know, don't, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the know-it-all. Um, I just go based off of what has worked for me. This is just friendly advice over a cup of coffee, not yeah. financial I'm advice that not you should base your entire anything. life on. <laughs> that it, thank you for bringing that to my yes. attention. I need to I need to put a big ass disclaimer. I yes. am not a disclaimer, financial disclaimer. advisor. None of the advice that I give is prescriptive. It is purely educational and informational. I am not a securities licensed advisor, so I will not tell you what stocks to invest in, what ETFs to buy or where to put your money in terms of if you want to invest, you know, now, if you're wanting to just say like, okay, should I do an IRA or 401k? I'll say, here's an IRA, here's a 401k, here's a Roth and a traditional comes down to tax differences, do with that information what you will. But I'm not going to say, right, this stock is perfect. <laughs> you know, I, it's I, hot by now. <laughs> So I always have to disclaim, I am not an advisor. I am a coach. So I don't deal with the investing part. So if you're asking about stocks and bonds, I am not your girl, <laughs> purely budget. So thank you for bringing that. Yes. Because I always have to have to say that because everybody me to tell them what is the best life insurance should they invest in an annuity. And I'm like, mm -mm. You're like you gotta I, talk to a broker. Yeah. That. yeah. I, talk, I, talk to the professional. I don't want that. Like I don't want any part of that. Go to tax Bye. professional for tax advice. <laughs> go to like, uh, you know, stock professional for stock advice. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, you know, go to the people that know what they're doing Talk that have the, invested their life's career yeah, in this. Where it worked for them. You know, they, they know all the information. So, right. so back to the high yield savings account. So that's your best way. If you have money in your checking account that is not being used for bills or rent or 
you know, for gas or grocery or any other kind of expenses that you have throughout the month, put it away. Get it out of sight. Let it work for you. That 1.5, 1 1.2, 0.8%, the more you put into that account, the more interest you will accrue. Okay. So, right. so, so AKA free money. Free, free money. money. So put your money that's to work. Step number one. Yeah. Let your money work for you, not the other way around. So step, practical step one after leaving an MLM is put all your money in a high yield savings account that you are not using to pay for, to live basically. Right. Second step is to assess any, if any debt you might have. And then that is where from that point, you can come up with a good step by step plan in order to, to have it paid off. So yeah. Um, my financial coaches will take pay down debt. You have the snowball or the avalanche. The snowball uh, that was coined by Dave Ramsey and that by so the difference between the two is the snowball method is you are picking the debt. Is my internet going out again? Uh, we're it's kind of going in and out, but okay, start I'll with start the, yeah, I'll the start snowball over. method. So, the snowball method coined by Dave Ramsey was that you are picking the debt with the lowest balance. So it doesn't matter what interest rate it has. It just has the lowest balance. So if you have three different loans or credit card debt that, you know, like one credit card has a balance of 900, uh, one has 1200 and one has 30,000, you're going to pick the $900 credit card and go and just attack that one first. All extra money you have other than the minimum payment, any extra money goes to that balance until you pay it off. And then you pick the next highest, keep going. So you're attacking it one at a time, basically, as opposed to trying to, but you're still paying the minimums on the other, but right. any extra money is going towards the one. So you can pay it down. Now on the other side, you've got the avalanche method, which you are, which I would recommend more so than the snowball just depending on the situation, but the avalanche is you're picking the debt with the highest interest rate. That is what uh, is costing you the most money in, over in time fees, right? In, in interest and in fees. So um, let's say for instance, I have student loans. I, I had three different ones at one point. Now I'm down to two because I paid off one with my taxes last year. Nice. Um, so one is a 4.3 and one is a 3.9. So I would pick the 4.3 one to throw any extra money outside of my minimum payment. So if I came across a random $50 that I was gifted for, you know, cleaning houses or something, I would put it to that, um, highest interest rate one and just keep paying it down because that will eventually bring down your minimums. So you right. won't be paying as much money over time. So pick a method what will work the best for you stick with it just grind it out grind so gr <laughs> grind it out just grind that's it. the healthy kind of grind you know that's right you know again you're still allowing yourself in order to take a break when you want to and right. if you say okay you know this pay period like if you're paid bi-weekly this pay period I might let myself go get Taco Bell three times instead of two times so like one week I'll get it twice a week that right the freedom with personal finance is or the beauty with personal finance is that that it's exactly it it's personal, personal. it's catered exactly to you right. so if you are somebody who doesn't like to grind you can come up with a plan that will fit your needs right. that will fit how your brain reacts to things and so if 
trying to hustle and grind and spend every extra dime that you're not spending to live, you know, like rent, utilities, gas, groceries. If that stresses you out, don't do it then. Just do what makes you you want to pay minimums right. if you want to pay a little bit more than the minimums. It, right. Nobody's breathing down your neck like an upline. Right. I mean, and, and when things are too you don't rigorous, do. especially when your personality type doesn't fit with that sort of like rigor, like when things are too rigorous, that's when you fall off the wagon. That's when you're like, ah, I'm going to go spend all this money or I'm going to go buy all these things because you've, you've um, denied yourself for so long. Like, again, like you're saying with dieting, like have a slice of chocolate cake, just don't have an extra large slice of chocolate cake, have a small slice of chocolate cake and enjoy it. Enjoy every single bite. And then tomorrow, tomorrow you're back. I know my chocolate cake. I'm cheating. Right. Yeah. Hey, I deserve this chocolate cake. This is delicious. I deserve Set yourself up with a sustainable plan of action that will set you up for success from the beginning. You know, it will allow you to have these setbacks. Like what's your backup plan? If in case this one month, you don't put forth the amount of money you were anticipating being able to, what is your backup plan? Okay. So the next month I can put it towards a little more or a little yeah. more towards it. So again, just come up with a plan that is perfect for you. And it it does take a lot of trial and error. That's, that's the part. When you start, when you sit down to create your first budget, I still have mine. It's on a piece of paper out of a composition notebook that I did just on a whim at a client's house one day. I did, it would have been, it was, it would be months before I was able to stick to an actual budget. And a lot of people on Instagram will tell you they've been doing it for years and even they mess up. Right. So the name of the game is not perfection. The name of the game is action. So right. messy action. So find Move what forward. works for you Just, best and stick yeah. to stick to the plan that works best for you. Don't try to fit into spaces that you don't fit. You're not type A. You're not going to be that person that's saving, you know, a $20 bill every single day or whatever you're going to do. Like find the plan that works for you that you can actually achieve and, and set reasonable goals. Right. That's another thing coming out, especially coming out of MLM being like, I've seen things where it's like talk to 70 people a week and you have these just these astronomical goals that are just so stressful. You don't have to have stressful goals to hit goals. You can have easy goals. And then the next week, the goal is that your goal is a little bigger than it was last week. And the mm-hmm. next week, your goal is a little bit bigger until you get to a place where you're comfortable. Yeah. So I, you know, I feel exactly. like sometimes people feel that they have to do so much and they're like, I can't do it because it's so much. And it really isn't. Um, it's only as much as you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. That That's exactly it. So, uh, and then the last thing I will say about life after MLMs is that uh, if you are able to um, treat it like you are still in an MLM, like you are still having to set aside money for your auto ship and any products. Now, if you're in a job that has a 401k, open it and put whatever percentage you think of your gross earnings would equal whatever you spent in products. So whether that's 1% or 2%, most companies only match up to 3%, but just whatever you feel is that amount, put that away in a 401k or an IRA. And I'll I'll back up a little bit. So a 401k is an employer sponsored plan. To my knowledge, you can only get a 401k through an employer. And most will match up to 3%. I'm lucky. My, the company I work, uh, I thought it was six. It was actually five. 
but you also have the chance to choose between a traditional and a Roth 401k, which there uh, is a big tax difference in when do you want that tax break? Do you want to pay the taxes now with a Roth or do you want to pay the taxes later with a traditional? So where does the tax break lie for you? Where do you want it? So for me, I would recommend getting a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k because you pay the taxes now. So you're putting in the money post-tax but you don't have to pay taxes when you withdraw because, you know, taxes when you withdraw, especially for early withdrawal can be detrimental, especially depending on how much you have in the 401k. I know people who have had to cash out their, we hear about MLM reps cashing out 401ks. I heard a horror story on one Mm -hmm. of DNMM's videos Uh about a woman. She's great too. I love her. Like eight, like, I don't I want to say it was like maybe 10 years before her retirement, she cashed mm-hmm. out her entire 401k to buy products. And I was like, like That's my heart cost fallacy that she's going to double her money. It's a guaranteed double because all you're going to do is now sell them. And then all I was washing money. dishes. I was washing dishes oh. as I was listening to that video. And as soon as I heard cashed out her 401k, I dropped the dish and sponge. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. You're like, oh my God, what? that poor woman just absolutely wrecked her fine I've heard everything rumors, she's I've heard, worked uh, for yeah I've heard rumors about that sort of stuff where it's like um they took out their kids college fund and they spent their kids college I fund never forgive my mother on that. on that kind of stuff and it's like well my kid's only seven and, and so they'll they'll understand because I'm going to be a millionaire in 10 years and I'll be able to pay it back and, and and then I'll be able to will them my business so they won't even have to go to college. And it's like, what does wow, that even mean? Like, where, what is happening right now? Like, As a financial coach, what the hell does it mean when you're willing somebody your business? I, because like, ridiculous, unless you're right? an actual company where you can actually put somebody in the position to be the CEO or the vice president or whatever, how are you going to will somebody? a business with your name and your social security number. It's very strange, right? I think, I, don't get I think it. you Can basically just, I think what it is, is it's basically you're transferring the ownership of your pyramid where you're at the top to someone else, as opposed to when you die, it would be like, well, they're dead and everything rolls up. It would be that you then you can have that little plot open for someone else to to come in and make that residual income and continue on with the business. Um, It's very um, predatory, I think, as well, because um, it's not like a willed business where you're like, oh, my mom died and I get her Mary Kay business and I'm going to get all the money. Like you now then become the Mary Kay rep and continue the business. You're not getting anything other than the option to not start at the bottom, I think. Yeah. And you don't even get like the commissions as an it's, inheritance, it's, it's I don't think. Ridiculous. No, I don't Somebody's think it has have anything. To explain that to me. I don't think it has anything to do with any like inheritance. I, I I don't think it would be, but again, I'm not I'm not like a, even a probate lawyer. I wouldn't know how to how to like if you really want to build that. something to give to your child, open a custodial. Or a, you know, a 529 and just contribute to it and build your own generational wealth so that you can have an account uh, that would equal, you know, 50, 100, 150, 200, $300,000 so that when you die, you can list them as the beneficiary and bam, you just, and there you go. You just willed them without the, ha- without the, without the, the nasty, MLM. without the mechanics of the nasty MLM. 
I do. Like I that, wanted to that's say, all you have to do. Yeah. I, I thought it's really good advice that you said for those that are coming out of an MLM that already set aside that money that they're like, well, I can't spend that hundred dollars. Cause that's for this to just take that money and to put it into a savings like that, where you're still putting that same amount of money that you would have bought your auto ship with, but now you're putting it into like a Roth, which is a better option for me because I'm definitely the kind of person, like if they're like, would you like us to take check taxes out now? I'm like, yes, check that box yeah. because, <laughs> because I'm Make it easier not, on yourself. I'm, I'm not going to want to deal with that later. So just go ahead and take it out now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just take the, take the dirty work off. Just yeah, let's do, do that it. now. Yeah. I don't want to sit on three hours having to deduct manually. I don't really don't. So you just, you can just do it now. So um, I know you're not so a tax that's, professional. That's pretty much all the advice. Oh, go ahead. But what, what is your business and financial advice for the friends listening about MLM and taxes and how they just say, take a percentage. Like that was so convoluted and confusing to me. And again, like as somebody who would rather pay in the beginning or set aside in the beginning, I was like, when I talked to my CPA, she was like, oh, okay. What do you have any tax advice? I've never found the same tax advice from the same two people. So I'm just curious what someone who actually knows finances would say. All right, so we all know that, first of all, they are absolutely lying when they say whatever they're making a year, because mm -hmm. those checks that are dropping into your account, that's your gross earning. That's right. not your net earning. That is your gross earning. So when I see all these reps saying, I'm building a six-figure business, it's like, oh, my sweet, you're not, because right. if you were you would genuinely not have to do this over and over again every right. because right. you have been building it on the backside so that you don't have to do this again, but you're not. What you're doing is you are income. You're immediately turning around and having to buy more products because like I said, I still follow on one of my old burner accounts. I still follow a bunch of the uppers, like, like the higher ups. And the amount that I've calculated that they spend on products, that fucking keto coffee costs like 40 bucks for 15 packs. Yeah. I saw that the other day. And you that get dehydrated buying, celery is like $48 for a tub. And you see them buying like three bags of the keto coffee every month because they're drinking like two or three cups of it a day. I'm like, hunty. So here's my rule of thumb for every $1,000 that an MLM, for every four figures that an MLM rep claims to be making, they spend three figures right. on products. So for every five figures they claim they make, they're spending four figures on products for every six, five, mm -hmm. because in order to have that big team, in order to be that leader, in you order to, to maintain that rank, you have to maintain the rank, month. which means you have to buy the products because every month, every month. And they say, oh, I just use these products for me. You know, I, just, I, I, I'm not just what buying I an auto ship. I just use these. I'm like, okay, so just buy them whenever you want. Don't buy them every month. What? But, but I'm going to use it. So, much. so why not just buy it now? Because I'm going to yeah, use it. So. And I have to so buy something. I might as well buy the thing I'm going to use. Yeah. 
Right. So my advice for taxes in an MLM, number one, fucking pay them. If you're making as much money as you say you are, you have to pay your taxes. I think it's if you make more than $600 in a calendar year, you have to pay taxes on them, which means you're going to get 1099 on it. Right. The rule of thumb generally for self-employment or any 1099 you know, contractor job is that you have to set aside 30 to 40% for taxes immediately. So like any, any business owner you see, like myself, charging whatever amount we charge, right. that's because we already automatically lose 30% of it 30%. to taxes. So my advice would be calculate whatever you are making. Big, beautiful German shepherd just walked right up to my window and I'm just like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised I can't. There he is. Because <laughs> we have a giant ass crack in our door and my dog can see through it. Uh, so bad. Right. Anyway, so back to that. So be safe and be smart with your taxes because the IRS much like John Oliver put it best when he was talking about FIFA coming in and doing world cups right. in countries and leaving them in financial ruin. Think of, think of the IRS as this really hot wax strip being put on a very sensitive area of your body. <laughs> they will rip. They will, they will come in into every crevice of your life. If you are audited and they will, they'll find a way to get their money back. They will garnish your wages. They will set you up on payment plan. They will find you and they right. will make your life a living hell if you do not properly pay your taxes or if you don't pay them at all. Again, I love the history fun fact. Al Capone murdered half of Chicago in right. a, a matter of years. And they couldn't, couldn't touch him. They couldn't touch him they put them away on tax evasion. Right. That is how serious the government takes their taxes. There's been some, uh, some, some um, stuff like that happened with CEOs of MLMs and the only way that they've been able to get them in jail, it was, it was tax fraud and things like that because it's so protected on the other side. Yeah. But when they and slip up in the money aspect, the IRS is all, Hey, we can criminally prosecute. So we're gonna, but the FTC can't criminally yeah. prosecute. <laughs> no, they, they have to, they have to hand it over to the actual prosecuting yeah. authorities, but so, they, yeah, they that, that tax fraud stuff is, is, is for real, for serious. And, and you know, it, it's something that is very difficult to come back from if you are not prepared. Again, my business coach, he has never been audited, but he is so rock solid in his tax, in his tax preparation. Mm -hmm that if he does get audited, he's good Boom. to go. He's got all the information. So that is what I recommend. Yeah. Get yourself an account. If you, if you are very adamant about staying in an MLM, no shame, do you <laughs> just keep know the facts. This, this is also my advice outside of taxes. Just be smart and remain as effective as possible. Follow Keep the money. a running spreadsheet of all your expenses. And at the end of every month, if you are spending considerably more than you are making, objectively, it is time to walk away. Yes, that's what of I course, say too. They're not always going to come to that conclusion. You're going to leave your MLM ultimately whenever you want or right. when it inevitably gets shut down, you know, because yeah. that's the other thing. These MLMs, you are a 1099, you are not a an owner, you are not 
a legal representative. You are not a franchisee. You are an independent contractor right. at will. They can get rid of you whenever they want and MLM can go down right. at any point. And if you don't have any savings, if you have not prepared for this, if you have, um, fallen victim to what I call lifestyle inflation. That's the other thing I'm going to talk about. If you are adamant about staying in an MLM, do not fall into the trap of what we see all the time, lifestyle inflation. The second those girls start making coin, all of a sudden they need to start getting eyelash extensions. They go get bi-weekly acrylic manicures. They get facials every month. They start upgrading their cars to, you know, their dream cars, top of the line. They start buying bigger houses, like one upline that I, even while I was in it works, I just grew to hate her on a very personal level. The one with the long blonde hair. <laughs> I'm not going to drop a name, but you know who I'm talking about. Long blonde hair. Conceited motherfucking bitch. Um, that's how I felt about her. But she and her husband went from a $1.9 million house because of course she had to put the amount that they spent on the house that they built because of this, we were able to build our dream $1.9 million home over here. And then they built another one the next year that was even bigger. And then they built another one the next year that was even bigger. So now I'm pretty sure they live in like a 12 bedroom, three story mansion. It's ridiculous. So it's that, that, that prosperity gospel too, like that MLMs the are so you deeply seated and it, because the religious undertones of MLM and it's so deeply seated, um, that that's all prosperity gospel. Like I saw it in LuLaRoe. Like if, if you are so like Jesus and God is going to bless you because you work so hard and you do so much and you are so good. So God is going to bless you in your business. And so you need to then share it because you have to share your blessings with everyone to show everyone how much God has blessed you. I mean, it's, it's so in every MLM, that prosperity gospel of like, once you get, once you're successful, you have to then buy the things that people perceive as success and then flaunt it to prove to everyone that you are in fact as successful as you are claiming to then again, recruit more people into the scheme. Whether or not you could actually afford it. Whether or not you can afford it. I have been working on a spreadsheet on and off for the past three months of uh, Mon 8, the girls oh. claiming that the car is free. Ooh, I have yes, been working on a least. spreadsheet of what every single model of Cadillacs uh, from like the cheapest to the most expensive, every single Cadillac model from 2016 on, what would it cost every month outside of maintenance, outside of gas? What does just the car payment cost if you have this credit score, if you put down this much? Uh, and I can't wait to see this. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a mess. And then how much they have to mess. spend to get that free car? Yeah, that, I'm assuming that, that what they spend include... to get that quote unquote free car is a lot more than than if they had just leased the car without the MLM. And that's another thing. Don't ever lease a car. Don't ever lease a car. It is the most that's that's one thing that Dave Ramsey and I do agree on. Don't ever lease a car. Just buy it. 
right. just buy it because leasing is the worst way to rent a car. Right. You have to, you have to perfectly accurately guess how many miles you're going to drive it in right. however many years you have it. And if you go over or under, or if you go over it, especially you got to pay that difference. And it's, it, it's a lot. So if you're somebody like an MLM who loves to drive everywhere, because guess what? I own my own time and I can just get up in the morning and I can just drive five hours have away. So much to, financial freedom. That I, I can have just go have freedom. a donut five hours away. Cause this was really good on Instagram and I needed to get it. I have the freedom to drive six hours one way to help a girl host a rap party. <laughs> I remember reading that one time and I was like, that doesn't sound what? like freedom to me. Sounds like you're driving six <laughs> hours to help somebody out in your scam, scam more people. So um, there's a great video. Actually, my friend yeah. sent it to me today and it's a TikTok, and I kind of want to send it to you now because I feel like you'd be the perfect person to like do a reaction. I love your reaction videos. Um, and like when you respond to people, but like this girl, it was a reaction to someone that was like, if you girl, like, Hey, boss babes, if you're really making this much money, show me your tax returns. And the girl responded. And instead of showing her tax return, she just started like picking up all her stuff, like her Louis and her Chanel bag and her like Gucci sunglasses. And she's like loading everything up. And then she was like, mm. and you're, and I'm like, you didn't show us any like, so how do I know that? Did you that, buy that? That literally could have been on a credit card. Did you card. buy that on a credit card? Did you buy the account? Did you get that, that Louis from the Louis Vuitton outlet store? Yeah, was it an outlet? Did you buy it used? Did you buy it refurbed? Like there was nothing. Real? And it was so gross. And I was just like, my friend sent it to me this morning and she sends me all these things. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like it's so, What? I've been like, that's so cringy for this girl to look at later. Lucky you. That's the other thing is when is the moment where these girls finally look back on the years they spent if they end up leaving the MLM, you know, because some of them are lifers. I don't know if it's just that they are choosing or I'm pretty sure once you get to a certain, and I do remember hearing about this with another MLM, I'm not sure if it was with It Works, but I'm pretty sure if you get higher, like high up enough, they make you sign a no compete contract. Yeah. So like you are required to stay with them and not. And for like a certain amount of years, like, yeah, you can't go to any other MLM that would be a competing MLM for a certain amount of years. So you could go like, if you're selling vitamin shakes. Yeah. I mean, why does a business need to have something like that? It seems like it's a cult, like even more proof that it's a cult businesses. Don't do that. Target. If I worked at target, they're not going to be like, you need to sign this because you can't work anywhere, but target. I'd be like, what? I'm going to go now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not signing my life away to this. So like, even like the segue of TikTok and the video that I was sent this morning, um, you have a great video and we even talked about it a second ago, but, um, the, when you should leave your MLM video, like, I love that where you're like all the things and they're like, or whenever you want to, but like every single point you made is, is a great point as to why you should leave your MLM. Like it's taking up too much of your time. You're like, you're emotionally taxed. You, your mental health can't handle it anymore. I, and again, like, again, the whole point is you can leave whenever you want to, but 
those things, like, I don't think a lot of people realize that those are very common things that most people who are leaving an MLM experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I I feel like a fraud trying to sell these weight loss, like, I, I really don't mean this on a personal level, but I... I suffered from eating disorders on and off and I really was in college. So I had gained a little bit of weight after having a relapse with an eating disorder. So I was stuck in this mindset of like, I'm fat and I need these weight loss products to work, which you're not, not you're gorgeous. So stop that right there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, but that, that was one of the things that I started to notice was just like, I'm not losing weight. So like these products aren't working. Why am I still selling them? You know, I'm I'm still 165 pounds which for five, six is fine, but you know, being an athlete, whatever, whatever. Right, but they, they make you feel bad about it. I mean, they, 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 they manipulate you. Yeah. They, to make they, it feel like every horrible thing that you already think about yourself. And you look in the mirror, the MLM is like, we think it too. And we can fix <clears> it. Beach body. Fuck beach body. I'm sorry. We, we think and it about you as well. Don't worry. We can fix it though. Like if you want to, how much money do you have? How fast can we fix you? Oh God. How much, like how, how much are you willing to spend on this pre-workout and all these workout programs, which the workout programs should be free. I think so too. Mm. That's the other thing is if you know that you are selling something you could get for far cheaper or you could get it for free, fucking leave. Right. But then what the MLM says is, well, our stuff is science backed or it's, um, you know, like we've done all this extra research that proves that this is better and you're paying a premium because it's a higher quality. Uh, Those are all lies. None of that is true. They're just saying that to get you to pay more money and you believe it because you trust them because you're in a cult. Right. Something I learned very early on as a history major in college, always, always, always consider your source. Yeah. Who is saying that this stuff is revolutionary? Right. So like Monate, for example, they are always saying that they are backed by the National Hair Loss Association. <laughs> it is a company, it's a company. that Monate it's literally not, started organization. No. to sell Monate. Product. They literally say it on their website. And, and the website, any... Truth About Monate, is also run by Monate. So always consider your source. Who is saying it and what was their motivation? Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete.me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report, and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete.me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. 
and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect, effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts Registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See at the polls. Yeah. So for me, I, for transparency, you're not paying me for this. No, I am on this I call have the money. because I, I am that passionate about it to tell you, to tell your listeners. Right. And I'm not At saying that point, because like, you should be grateful that I'm gracing you with my presence. I'm saying that you have to consider your right. source whenever you are making all these claims. Like, yeah. why is this person driving a brand new Cadillac Escalade carrying a Louis Vuitton wearing Gucci belt, living in a mansion. Why are they telling you to join? Yeah. Why, why, they're making why money are they, off of you. Why to are be- they taking time out of their busy day of doing nothing because they have such financial freedom? Why do they want you to join? Why <laughs> exactly. do they want you to buy these products? And I will it's- say full transparency. Um, I do make about a penny for every time someone listens to my podcast. So if you guys want to buy me a coffee, uh, listen to it like 500 times and then share it with your friends too. Cause I, 
that's, that's about it. So like, man, I wish I had the money to pay these people to talk to me, but we all have the same collective message that we just really want people to know. I love the anti-MLM community for that. I, I, I love the, I've never I've met felt so much more such solidarity with these people than I ever did in multi-level marketing. Even the mean ones in the anti-MLM, I like better. That's what I was about to say. You will get some of those ones that do take the message a little too far, call people names and <laughs> are just generally a little shameful in their approach, which, I mean, if that's you go for it, whatever, but I'm not here to try to antagonize people. I mean, Sometimes I do get into very heated debates on TikTok, leaving me get blocked. Yes. Because they start saying, what was it? Um, what was, uh, one girl left a comment. She was like, well, I mean, obviously you didn't make money in Live Life by Outfun. Your makeup looks like shit. And I was like. <laughs> what other business, what like, other business you, uses insulting and cheating as a way to like prove a point besides multi-level marketing. Like there well, is- Well, you live in a trailer, sweetheart. What do yeah. you know about financial freedom? That was one of my favorites was you live in a house that's literally falling apart. What right do you have to tell people about financial freedom? Um, the fact that this house was the only thing I could afford on $11 an hour. So the fact that I'm able to afford oh, it man. with my boyfriend on $11 an hour should <sighs> tell you something, sweetheart. Jeez. So yeah. sometimes I will admit, I will let my emotions get the best of me because that fight or flight kicks in. Yeah. I don't ever mean to be mean, but sometimes yeah. sometimes I everybody has their breaking point. And I match I, energy. I even had a breaking point and, and I would, there was this thread and people were just going off and they were being so horrible. And it's an anti-MLM group. And I was like, maybe I need to leave these groups because they're getting really toxic. Um, and I was like, hey, look, like, I really would love a cohesive message. Like, I put in so many years in this movement, and I really hate seeing it, like, wash down the drain because people are, are mean on this side. Like, I'm trying to expose the insidiousness and, and with compassion and education. Can, can we have more of a cohesive message? And some girls like, you can't gatekeep anti-MLM. You didn't start this movement. And I was just like, are you for real right now? one more person say gatekeep I swear to God I said are you for real people just like, learn words I yeah I'm not gatekeeping anti-MLM I'm trying to actually make a difference these people complain I hate getting seriously. all these messages from Huns and I was like I'm trying to stop it like I'm trying just in, in the way help that we out, know please. how to just present right, facts. help me out like, present facts educate just... don't shame shaming doesn't work I mean, it is cathartic, I will say. Um, and I have talked to other people on the on the post uh, on the podcast about this, is you really do go through those levels of grief when you leave an MLM, like denial and anger and bargaining and acceptance, and you go through it. So even when I left, I was like, rah, 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 stupid. Rah, rah, and I and I did the whole thing. I just I didn't do it so publicly. I did it in like an anti-Lularoe group. So I do understand going through those stages of grief, but understand that at the end, like we all want to get to the point where these businesses aren't doing what they're doing anymore and that people aren't joining them. We know we can't end these businesses. They're too protected, but we can hopefully prevent people from joining by getting professional advice from people like you and, and, and people like people that are coming on the show later on in this season. 
um, experts that have devoted a lot of time and energy to knowing what they're talking about and not just Googling it and going, I know the answer. It's like, you really have put a lot of your time and your energy and, and your, your personal self into your business and knowing what you're talking about and, and wanting to help people be better and not just being like, MLM it's is about how you brand yourself, idiot. you know, like, like, come on, like, let's, let's find the positivity that is in, in MLM. And, and, and use it to be better as we leave and, and help those that are where we were as well, you know? Right. I think that's the whole point of this. And also just be open to having, I mean, sometimes I don't like it, but sometimes I I pride myself on being somebody who enjoys having diplomatic two-sided conversations, you know, totally. Oh my gosh. I love it. My best friend and I, He's one of the only people that I can talk politics. We have very different, very different opinions on many things uh, and it does get heated, but it never gets, we never call each other names and we never, and, and I sometimes come away from them going, you know, you didn't change my mind, but you showed me a perspective that I never thought of before. And I'd never put myself in that shoes because that's never a place that I've been, but I see it from your site now. And I understand why you support this or don't support this. And right. I think if we could just have that conversation more, so many people, they, they get, they feel like they're backed into a corner. And instead of trying to just converse, they attack. Well, you're fat. You're like, okay. Or my, okay. my personal favorite. I'm, I'm, I, I am happy to talk to anybody. Let's have a conversation. And, and you the have second it, you and say, you're, you're told that you're fat and ugly. <laughs> the second, the second you bring up any objective statistics, well, you that's just your opinion. Women. That's, that's your opinion. No, ma'am. That is an FTC statistic. I'm like, that is statistics a statistic. have no room for opinions. Again, well, that is I a factual not a bit of information. That is not my opinion. Again, I, I mean, I agree with it, but that is not my opinion. Exactly. I'm not a logical and rational person 100% of the time. I'm right. very fluid, you know, yes. I'm not a by the numbers person, but I do understand where opinions have no place. Right. And I respect science, I respect statistics. No place for opinions. And exactly. If, if you, if you can prove this fact wrong, let's go. But this is a fact and you can't. So like. I hate Ben Shapiro. I hate his approach. I hate how he talks to people, but he is right. It's a little mod- Facts a little, do little not care about your But yes, he has points. I, I, there are a Facts lot of people out there that I do not feelings. like. And I'm like, they make a good point. And I, I don't like them. And I, I don't agree with them 99 point whatever percent of the time. But there are people out there that that their opinions sometimes do have valid points. We are like, okay, I will give you that one. There were times... Again, in our last administration and administrations in the past, when policies happened that I didn't agree with, and then something would happen that I did agree with, and I would be like, I got to give it to them. They did something that was good. Still not a fan, but they did something that was good. That, that was a good thing. And, and I think a lot of times we, we really do need to put away, um, I'm right. This is my opinion, and my opinion is right for, this is my opinion, and that is your opinion, and it's okay. And we don't have to agree. We yeah. don't have to fight for no reason we can share we can have open discussion i'm not attacking you when i'm trying to educate you i'm just trying to educate you right and i'm i'm very sorry if it seems like i'm coming (laughs) off attacking i promise i'm not i'm just very passionate about it very passionate and my delivery might be wrong and i'll work on that you know but uh the 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 point still stands people just need to be more willing 
just to kind of move the conversation forward. Um, exactly. The only way that I feel like we are going to actually accomplish what we need to accomplish and the only way that we are going to really get our facts across is if we are all willing to have those two-sided conversations. So like right. MLM reps, get over yourself for a second and just hear us out. I'm not promise, an expert. Not $99 does not make you an expert. Yeah. Like we're not here to degrade. At least most of us are not. We're not here to shame you. We're not here to make you feel stupid. We're mainly here to just I mean, it's it's like when you are approaching somebody with a drinking problem, you're not trying to shame them and be like, I hope you die. You know, here are the facts of what alcohol addiction does to a person's body physiologically, what it does to their mind mentally, what it does to their relationships, what it does to their money. Do with this information what you will. I can't force you to quit that. It wouldn't work that way. I can't drag you to rehab. You know, I I can't do this. I can't do that. You have to come to the conclusion all on your own. So whether that is that moment, the next day, the next week, the next year, years from now, if the message has stuck with you, then the job is done. Exactly. Whether like, whether they did it in a mean way or a polite way, if the message is getting across, I mean, obviously don't do it in any way. Don't say like, you're fucking stupid yeah. for going into an MLM, but you know, just say like, it's a, you know, I feel like it's going to be a mistake. You might prove me wrong. You might be the 0.001% that comes out an actual millionaire and can prove it on your tax returns from an MLM. But say, I wish you well, to happen, I say, I, I wish, wish you well, well. I'm not, not going to support the, that's you. That's not the, the normal results, yeah. but I do wish you well. And I hope that you don't lose money. And, and if you ever have questions, please come find me. And I'm, I'm willing to talk to you about them in, in a very neutral space. You know, I'm happy because people aren't, from a people distance. don't want do to hear that they're doing products. the wrong thing. They don't like to hear that, but when they start to see it and they go, Oh my God, that girl on Facebook was right. Oh, come to me or come to Kat and be like, you were right. And I heard the podcast and it make, can I, can I ask you a couple questions? What do questions? I do now? Yeah. You know, because we want to help, you know, obviously we have businesses outside of wanting to help people and, and, and those can turn into that. If you decide to have Kat be your coach, great, but, but reach out to her. She's got, she's got a free, um, a, a thing. You can go on her website and check it out and, and talk to her and she can help you out and figure out what you want to do with your money. Uh, which leads me to another thing that I wanted to bring up. You have a great TikTok on your TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, a great video about what to do with $600 because that's when the stimulus was coming out. So who knows what stimulus is, uh, may or may not be coming or, or tax returns is even a good thing. That'll be, that'll be hitting bank accounts here pretty soon, but your video yes. was really great. came out right around the same time. Break that down for people here about better things to do with your tax return, stimulus, inheritance, anything than joining an MLM. Give us a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple of them were actually kind of like it would be safer for you. Right. Some of them were definitely funny. Like, like, you're, like light it on fire or right. shove it down the garbage disposal or, you know, toss it into the wind. <laughs> you know, obviously those are jokes right. and whatever, like cut it up with a piece of like the pair of scissors. But for, for true actually for for true actual financial advice um i appreciate the best the humor, thing by for the way. you i i it's the only way i i 
I, I can't not be humorous. At right. I know if I don't laugh, I cry. Not, but <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. You just, just <laughs> described my life. So for real actual financial advice is, again, it goes back to personal finance. What are your goals? What are you working on? So if you have no debt, put it all in savings. If you have no savings, start a savings account. If uh, you want something, treat yourself to it. Don't, don't use the whole thing because you know that's, that's one time money and it's gone. But do something with it to where it will work for you. So use it to accomplish whatever goals you have. So if you want to put it towards buying a house, if you want to use it as a down payment on a car or if you need a new computer or something, use it to somehow elevate yourself. Now, don't feel bad if you don't do that, but don't join an MLM with it because it's all going to go. Like, it's all going right. to go. Um, but yeah, don't join with, anything where people are like, you have money? Come over here. <laughs> and Kiki Chanel put it exactly right. When scammers know you have money coming, they will sniff it out and oh, they'll yeah. do anything For they sure. can to get it from you. Yes. So you will see girls going on their Instagrams right around now saying, Hey, it's tax season. So, you know, you're going to be getting back money that you should have gotten. Uh, so this is like amazing. Um, you should invest free money. in your own business. And I'm like, no, first of all, sweetheart, it is not free money. It is your own money that the government is giving back to you, giving back to you is <laughs> you gave them too much. Yes. Because you gave them too much. So it's, <laughs> it's not free money and neither is the stimulus check, but again, right. it, Same it, just, thing. it goes back to just assess your life, assess your situation and just figure out how it could best suit you. So again, if you have no debt, put it towards savings. If you have no savings, put it towards savings. Um, or use it like I did. I, I use my stimulus check to start my business. You know, if you really do want to start a true side hustle that is not an MLM, find ways to re- like buy, like hire a VA, hire, yeah. you know, a, a social media marketer, same thing. But, you know, just research based on your situation, what would be the best way to elevate yourself so that or if you have no debt and you're good on savings, open an IRA and put put more money towards there. Um, and by the way, I was going to mention earlier with the 401k and the IRAs. So uh, they do have IRAs for self-employed people. Those are the SEP IRAs and 401ks and IRAs have contribution limits. So for 401ks, you can only contribute, uh, well, you can contribute up to 19,500 in a calendar year. And that doesn't count the employer matches. So again, we go back to that anywhere from one to 5%, mostly free. That's extra money on top of the money that you contributed all the way up to the limit. So if you've maxed out those contributions, move on to the next account. If you don't have another account, open one. So max out your 401k, max out your IRA, which is $6,000 a year, and then move on to an SEP. Just max out until you can't max out anymore and start young. Like I, I had to counsel a girl at work because um, I'm technically HR and benefits administration. That's part of my job. Um, so I was telling her because she's 21, start now, like right. open a 401k now. And since you live with your parents and you're not paying rent and you know you don't have any bills right now, contribute the full 5%, the full 5%. 
because that is going to set you up for such success. Um, So just. But even people like me who are middle aged. um, (laughs) I just turned 40 the other day. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just the way you leaned into that and like breathly middle aged. Like I said, if I don't laugh, I cry, right? I'm like, it's either I'm 40 or I'm 40. So oh my God. I joke about it. It's I, I don't look a day over 23. We're good. No, I was about to say, I would have taken you for like 29. One of my followers was like, wait, you're 40? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I thought you were like in your 20s in the Vice documentary. I was like, no, I was 37 in that thing. Like, no. You were in the Vice documentary? The, the LuLaRoe Vice documentary. Shut up. Okay, yeah. now I need to watch it. Yeah, I, I watched a part of it, but yeah, I didn't I'm the world's okayest mom in the yellow sweater. That's me. You'll see, because like when you watch it, you're like, oh my god, I just talked to her for two hours. Like, how did I? I don't. I don't tell people that. Like, I'm like, I don't really want to be famous for that, but like, I kind of am. So, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, people are like, and wait, you like, did a thing, and I was like, yeah, I didn't tell you about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just one of those things that I hope would kind of die away and people wouldn't see. Yeah. So, so yeah. But so people, so that are, that's pretty that much, are yeah. older that maybe I've been self-employed my whole entire life. And, you know, maybe those of us that wanted to start savings or had to dip into savings or depleted savings while in, in MLM, what about us? What's the best way for those of us that are a little closer to retirement? What's, what's the best way for for people that are middle-aged to, um, to start working toward that. What's your best advice? Same thing. I would tell somebody who's 21 start, just start, just, just, just do start. it. Just, just do just it. Just start, talk to a broker, talk to somebody that can help you. Important piece of advice, natural advice. Um, when you are finding a broker, uh, or anybody to work with you on your, on your finances and stuff make sure they are what is called a fiduciary. fiduciary. That means that they are legally, they are legally required to act in your interest, which means they have to ah. up how much they make in commission on every okay. transaction. Um, they can't go against wishes. So they can't, if you say you don't want to invest, like pester you, no is no. Right, no so, means no. Literally, it is somebody- okay. It is literally somebody who is there for you. Okay. Not only in the sense that you are paying them to be there for you, but they are actually acting in your best interest. They are assessing the goal you've given them. I want to retire by this age. I need to contribute this much. I know that this particular, uh, especially like within an IRA, I, I heard that next funds are mm-hmm. a good way to start because they're low cost, low risk. And you're getting pieces of different companies instead of buying one stock. So like one share at Amazon right now, I think is like $3,000. Yeah. Same with Tesla because they are two of the most successful companies in the world. Now, obviously I'm not about to drop $3,000 on one share, but I will happily drop $3,000 on an ETF that includes Amazon and Tesla. That's still a little sliver of it. Right. But I didn't pay as much for it. Sure. I'm not going to get as much of a return on it as the rich motherfuckers who <laughs> spend, you know, thousands of dollars a day for day trading. Right. That, that, that's not what I would do. Right. I, I'm in it for the long game. Not that, high, not as high thing. risk, People, lower yeah. risk, especially with a longer return. In yeah. the end. 
Investing low is like a long-term game. Low and slow. Don't don't panic when the market drops. March 2020, I had to tell so many people, do not, not do sell. not <laughs> sell and do not cash out your 401ks. The market will come back. It will. Okay. Now, for people who were about a year away from retirement, it's a little different. And obviously every situation is different, but you know, if you're still far enough away out, like for you, you know, you said you're, you're 40, you're still a good way away from retirement. Right. I mean, if you want to be, you want to make 65 that, that, you know, coveted year of retirement, you still have plenty of time. Right. 25 years is not too long, but it's also not too short. You know what I'm talking right. about? It's, it's, it's what you make of it. So the best advice is just start, just start. don't, day doing all your research just call somebody at either like td ameritrade or fidelity or charles schwab or uh prudential just find just find companies and uh, stay away from the mlm ones these primericas and these world financial groups and stay away from all of these because those are all mlms oh i forgot oh I took a life insurance She's holding class. a picture. <laughs> She's holding up her Primerica exam prep review material packet. <laughs> I was very briefly, I forgot all about this. I also fucking joined Primerica because ah! I was talking with a guy that took my dream to be a financial coach and used it against me. And exploited you in a manipulative yep. way. How unlike multi-level marketing to do that. How weird. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I mean, he's a great guy and I'm, like, I'm not going to say his name, but. Right. So and he's, he's also been lied to. to this, like, like my cousin yeah. was lied to. So like, like your friend was lied to and everyone is lied to. So like, I, I, there are no feelings of animosity towards any of the people who recruited right. me. Like right. none of them. Again, um, like the, the hun shaming. These are people that have been lied and lied and lied and believe of this falsified um utopian promise that it's just physically impossible to even if everybody <laughs> did their job, it still would be almost in, like not even possible to, to happen the way it's supposed to happen. It is it is right. it is so like reliance on perfection, which we know doesn't exist, that anything aside from perfection in multi-level marketing is a losing game. Um, and we're not yeah. in that world anymore. No, we're not. We're, we're coming out of, it's okay to say no. It's uh-huh. okay to gain weight. It's okay that you don't want to hang out with your friends 99% of the time. You can establish boundaries. We're, we're coming out of this. It's all right to have a margarita. culture. At two o'clock on a Wednesday, as long as you don't have a problem with it, it's okay to take the right. edge off if you need to. As long it's as you're okay being responsible, to take a nap in the middle of the day if you need it. It's okay to to treat yourself to something that you wanted for a long time. It's okay. And again, like you said, the caveat of being responsible. If you don't have, if if you're not able to be responsible, then don't take that advice. Everything should be done in moderation and responsibly. Um. No, no more extremes of MLM, yeah, no more extremes of MLM, like being on the other side of MLM. So many things for me, I was like, that's not even a big deal. Like why, why was that such a big deal to me? And why was I so stressed out about certain things? And I, I think again, like it takes time 
to come out. PTSD from multi-level marketing is incredibly real. And, you know, it's like leaving an abusive relationship because you think you need to be hustling 24 seven or else. No, it's okay to take that time. Truth be told. I mean, the, the most money I made in my financial coaching business, I did because I set up a lot of stuff on the backside, like on the front end of it to automate. Right. And I didn't put as much, I, I didn't fake anything. I was completely transparent everything. Like, yes, I live in a trailer. Yes, I'm in debt too. Yes, I'm not perfect. Yes, I still slip up and spend too much on coffee sometimes. But you started. I am perfectly willing to admit it, but I started. You started. And you can too. You right. can too. Like, I'm not out here pretending to be like I'm a millionaire and that I just never make any mistakes. And then I'm always working 24 seven. Like, no, even in the heyday of when I was building, I was working seven days a week. I gave myself time off. I got off seven o'clock every night, laptop shut, go out of the office, close the doors, go spend time with the boyfriend and the puppy because you're allowed to. Right. You're allowed to. You are allowed to. You're allowed to take that time. You're allowed to take time off and close the social media and put your phone in the bedroom on the charger and say, you know what, for the next two hours, it's just me and you, and there's not, no other distractions. It's okay. It's really okay. Well, the text we'll messages will be there. Netflix. The missed yeah. calls will be there. The messages from people that want something from you will be there, and you can get back to them tomorrow at a normal time. You don't need exactly. to be on twenty. Establish boundaries. Boundaries it's okay to join an MLM if you want, and that's that's pretty much my key takeaway of all of this because I know you want to kind of wrap it up pretty soon. So my key takeaway is it's okay. Do you want to make it? If you want to join an MLM, that's fine. Just make sure you have all the information all the before information. you join so that you are not, so that you don't feel blindsided by anything. Just walk in knowing that you're going to be spending more than you're going to make in the beginning. I mean, every right. business does that. And that's exactly what the MLM reps are going to tell you. Every business right. upfront requires a deposit. And that's true. They are absolutely right. But most businesses, once you get to a point where you're able to even everything out, you don't have to put right. down you don't so have to continuously now- be putting money back in there's a there's a small bit in the beginning when you start your own business or you, you work like even if you worked at McDonald's you're going to have to buy your uniform and your non-slip shoes but McDonald's isn't going to be like 6 months later being like how come you haven't brought a bunch of your friends to work here too and buy their non-slip shoes McDonald's isn't going to do that to you. McDonald's is going to give you a paycheck and is going to say thank you for working this many hours you made this much an hour here's your paycheck see you tomorrow MLMs yep. aren't like that. Corporate America is no. not an MLM. Corporate America is not a pyramid scheme. Um, you know, I, I'm going to need to do an entire episode I will give on, it to them. on the business. I, that's something I'm going to do an entire episode on the business differences between MLM and like every other kind of business so that we could be like for once and for all, anytime it's like, uh, it is, you go, just listen to this hour long podcast. Like she will she breaks it down. Like there's no more questions yeah. involved here. I need to like, do that. Yes. The CEO makes all the money. Yes. He, he, he or she makes the most significant salary. You right. know why? Because when someone calls the CEO and says, Hey, you need to come in, we need help. Or the board says, you right. need to go he in. actually like, has a job. He does something. He takes responsibility to go in He or She has to go in, but as an entry level employee, if you're called on your day off, you can say no. Like, uh, it's, no, I'm not it's going something in. like, uh, you know, like 99.7% of people 
lose money in multi-level marketing, but it's only like 35% of businesses that fail. Right. Like it is, and, and you think, Wait, you think like, oh, but the statistic is like, it is like two thirds better decision to start your own business than to join an MLM. You have a two thirds of a better uh, chance at making money. I mean, you have a better chance of making money at sticking money in the slot machine too, but that's a, you know, that's something for another day. Buy a lottery ticket. Right. Buy a lottery ticket. You have a better chance. Um, okay. So this is the last thing. These are rapid fire questions, really quick ones just MLM versions. I'm going to shoot them out to you. You just tell me the first thing that you think. All right. All right. Okay. One word that encompasses how you feel about MLM. Ugh. Um, <laughs> how I feel about MLMs. <laughs> Animosity. Also, I'm like, how do you spell that? That's a great word. Um, <laughs> A-U-G-H. One warning to somebody who really wants to join an MLM and is really hell-bent on joining. What's one warning you would give them? Surround yourself by people you know you can trust. That's a good one. Inside or out. Right. Inside or out. Have that, that, need- that circle of trust and Have trust people- those people. Have Let those people keep that you accountable outside of the MLM so that when you're not working, if you decide to set, if you're be, if you're going to go against the grain and give yourself boundaries and you know, give yourself time off, give yourself a nice circle of people who it's like at every other job. Don't make friends with coworkers. You're there to make money. Have right. your friends and family so that right. you can establish that line. Don't let the lines become blurred. That's that's right. the advice. Don't, don't, let don't the blur lines those lines. Blurred. Between your family you tr- and friends, who you should trust and who you shouldn't trust, and, and what their motivations yeah. are, if you're confused. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Worst MLM in your opinion? Beachbody. It's that's yeah, especially yeah. Okay, yeah. Ugh. Okay, well let me let me <laughs> let me expand on my. I hate the message that Beachbody sends. The fat as a company and the diet the culture. But Monet reps are the worst for being nasty and catty. Oh, yeah. They are really nasty. I don't know why. Um, Hardest lesson that you learned while in MLM? Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. And one positive takeaway that you use now in your life that you learned from MLM, something that you use to this day that you learned? Just opening myself on social media and being ready. Because at the end of the day, that was what you were doing in MLMs is you were making friends. And I enjoyed that aspect of it. I love meeting people. I'm very outgoing and extroverted. I mean, not all the time. I need time to you know, recuperate, but I right. love meeting new people, expanding my circle, yeah. learning new. I love that. I, yeah. That's my bread and butter. Yeah. So just being open to introduce myself on social media and just make more friends or just have more acquaintances. Love it. That was something I experienced love it, love it. too. Like I was, I was less afraid to approach strangers. And, that, and I, I exactly. have that now, like I'm just more confident in myself. I just, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. That's not that scary. I've done that. 
and you're not having to dread uh, the, the sales pitch. You can drive right. this person and get to know There's them. no anxiety of the sales pitch after the initial hello anymore. You're just like, hello, it's nice to meet you. I have no ulterior motives at all <laughs> other than saying hello. Yeah, exactly. I like that too. Well, thank you so much for spending your Saturday with me. I, I just, you're so lovely and it was just wonderful to actually see you like, and not just on Facebook and, and TikTok, but to actually converse with you. And, and Yay. you you gave us so much valuable information. And, and I think it's it's really important to talk about how MLM affects all lives and all walks of life and all the different careers and industries. MLM affects all of it. Can you cut uh, like portions of what I say and like move them? Possibly. The, I think so. Yeah. Editing? Yeah. My other piece of advice for when you know that it's time to leave an MLM is when you are hiding your spending, you're having to hide the bank statements from your spouse or your parents. Ooh, that is an incredibly good point. When you are hiding the spending from the people that really, you know, are the ones that are keeping you accountable. When you start hiding that stuff, for sure. When you when it becomes more about sneaky and covering your tracks than actually running a business, yeah, it's time to go for sure. It's it's time. It's either yeah. time to own up to it or it's time to walk away. Have that conversation. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'd be happy to expand more on you know the relationship part of it again, like in another episode. Yeah. Um, no, I, I love, I love talking. I, I, seriously. It just, I was like, it's probably better that I don't have a YouTube channel because people are like, this is really boring. <laughs> I just cut it. Right. I cut everything into like one hour segments. So I'm like, if we talk for three hours, like it'll just be three hour episode, you know, for like yeah. three weeks, which is good for me because then I have episodes for the next like month that I don't have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. And that's always a good scheduling and, and, um, boundaries and being like, no, we're good. Like I'm learning all of that now too. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting, uh, thing that I'm doing this right. podcast. It's fun though. Well, anyway, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed yeah. uh, doing this. I love yeah. helping people with finances. It's again, my bread and butter. So again, tell everybody, uh, where they can find you. And then again, I'll put everything in the show notes so that we're, you're easily found if people want to follow you on TikTok and Instagram and, and your business and your website and all of that, but go ahead and give them all that spiel. And then we'll add it at the, at the end as well. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at debt free with catitude. That is my official Instagram for the business. Um, haven't been super active on it lately, just because again, with the job transition, but you can also find me on TikTok at life with catitude. Um, you have a ton of followers on TikTok and half of them are bots. I went viral <laughs> one time and I just got 10,000, uh, followers in one day. It oh was my crazy. Gosh. It was insane. And then it, I did it again with that anti MLM video with right. the Rachel Hollis video. That is the gift that keeps on giving. I you know, still get people liking it. My childhood friend is the lawyer that is prosecuting her in her defamation lawsuit. Okay, so next podcast episode, uh, still in the. TV. I need to. I need Sis. to. I need to reach out to him and see if what he can say and if he can talk to me. I was about to say he probably can't disclose much, but there's got to be something he could say. Is the case over already? I have no idea. I haven't even. I didn't even. I mean, I knew that she was potentially getting sued for uh copyright issues yes so he this. he's an intellectual property lawyer and he's like taking down nike 
and he is gonna take down the Hollis company. Yay! <laughs> they need to go. She like needs my to childhood go. next door neighbor. Like that's that is how crazy. <laughs> He's like, wait a second, your documentary is evidence in our case, and I was like, what? It's like it's like inception. It's like all oh, right is, then. This yeah. is crazy. But yeah. And the, so you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. Uh on my Instagram, in my bio, there is a link. And also on my TikTok, there are links that will take you to my website where you can sign up for a free 15-minute financial consult. Uh awesome. where I just take kind of sit of down. I just kind of sit down. We go over what kind of goals you have. I kind of assess whether or not I can help you. Um because you know a lot of times i will be presented with situations where like it would be illegal for me to help you i don't deal right. with bankruptcy credit repair credit consolidation debt consolidation anything like that investing i do not touch that i am mainly debt payoff and budget kind of stuff so anything with those kind of goals i just kind of see if i can help what can i do to help and from there we move forward um, and decide kind of how can i best serve you know, yeah. I, I'm not a one size fits all. I like to make sure that right. I help in a, you know, curated way. Right. And I think a lot of people that are leaving MLM that maybe have some debt from MLM, but not so much that they need to be uh, filing bankruptcy or doing any sort of consolidation would find your services really helpful to being able to navigate out of that hole they've put themselves in so that they can sort of start fresh. Um and, and, and do it the right way the next time especially with and avoid a, a friendly f- get rich quick schemes. And especially with somebody who is not going to shame you. I'm not going to give you. She's been advice. in an MLM. She understands how you felt. And I have been in an MLM. So those are two things that I know for sure I can help with because I've been there. I right. am still there. Full transparency. I still am in debt. I'm about yeah. $5,000 away from paying off my student loan. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's fantastic. I'm so excited. And somebody who can show that what she does actually works. She's $5,000 right. away from being debt-free. That's incredible. Good job. I'm excited. <laughs> so excited. So excited. Follow yes. along on the journey that yeah, I documented for sure. on my She's great. She's great. She's a fun one to follow. I follow her too. Um, so again, Kat, thank you so much. We will end this. I will edit. I've got things to move around and all of the little, you, it's going to be fun. All the but, fun stuff. All the fun yes. stuff. I would love to have you back again. If you would like to come back and talk more about the financial aspect, maybe even other people that, and do kind of like a big chat with like other people and, 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 and come up with some really good uh, next steps for those people that are navigating life after MLM. I'd love to. I'd, I'd be just name a time and place and I'll be there. <laughs> awesome. And for everybody listening, if you'd like to hear your story on this podcast and share your experiences navigating through MLM and what happened after, hit me up, uh, the real Roberta Blevins at gmail.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing your story soon. Thank you again, Kat. And oh, I will see welcome. you guys all next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to life after MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti MLM friends as well. See you next time.